good morning good evening wherever you are thank you thank you thank you very much and congrats to you as well kissa bachatka has reached 2000 listens a feat which is achieved by only 3% of podcasters around the world and in india it will be in thousands only so thank you very much for being such an integral part of my journey i believe you have your own share of success as i did with some of the investments and savings now let's get back to business we are going to discuss about equity markets also popularly known as stock market i'm trying something new here by giving you more of a myth buster rather than a pure definition of stocks or mutual funds or etfs which i have been typically doing in my previous podcasts and since also i have covered these topics in briefs in the previous podcasts so let's get right into it let's start with myth number 1 how many times have you not heard from friends or politicians or newspapers mention stock market is equal to economy that is when sensex goes up economy is doing good inversely when economy is downhill then for sure the stock market will fall Let's try to understand and see how this is not true. Let's take example of BSE index. Sensex as it is called is a collection of 30 high performing companies in various sectors. It's like taking the best of the breed stocks in each of their category and tracking their performance. Yes, they do get affected with some external macroeconomic factors but not very much they are very stable companies and provide the returns or increase the index as they go also if the companies fall below the mark on market capitalization the company moves out of the index smart right very recently vedanta limited replaced dr reddy's laboratories because of this very reason when large investors buy or sell stocks which are part of the sensex or nifty 50 then the sensex fluctuates it's the very nature of it as money gets in the sensex would go up as money comes out the sensex would go down also markets go up and down as participation increases currently think of it it's only 3% of the indians that are invested in stock market now if it gets increased to 10% which means a lot more money in the equity market making it go up sensex can also go up and down based on the government policies targeted to the specific sectors which constitute heavily in the index say for example government waves of taxes on all software companies tcs is going to make a lot more profit and hence the index will go up so to summarize there is a very little correlation between economy and stock market now our dear farmers constitute more than 40% of our gdp think if all the farmers in india went bankrupt still technically sensex would be intact because there is hardly any impact to the bsc stock composite make sense myth number 2 low stock price means the company is really cheap and you need to buy 
high price means the company is very costly and better to stay away. Let's understand it by taking an example. Consider two pharma stocks, Procter & Gamble Healthcare Limited, which makes a lot of consumer-based products. For one of the example is 7C's Cod Liver Oil. is trading at rupees 5000 per stock. And Morpin Laboratories, which manufactures Bernal, is trading at rupees 30. So, by this very fact, the myth that we have in our mind is always buy Morpin Laboratory stock because it is you are getting it at rupees 30. So, if I have 10,000 rupees to invest for long term, I would tend to think that it is better to invest in Morpin Labs because I get 330 stocks, whereas for PNG, I get only two. This is not true. Let's see why. A value of a stock is identified not by its stock price, but instead its intrinsic value or the fair value which is done using fundamental analysis. This is calculated based on the prior performance and future predictable outcome and also the total number of shares that are available in the market. Over a long period of time, stock prices go up and down, up and down around this intrinsic value. Your price point is always when the stock price is below the intrinsic value. Sometimes it's trading higher, sometimes it's just lower. That's purely based on the short-term liquidity of the stocks in the market. Now, going back to the example of PNG and Morpin, the fair value of Morpin is rupees 25 and Procter and Gamble is around 5500. In short, based on the history and future prospect, it is better to buy PNG Healthcare rather than Morpin for rupees 10,000 because you are going to get better returns over a longer period of time. Now the question is, hmm, where can I find the true value of the stock. I always use Morningstar.in as a good website where you can look at what is the price that is available in the market to what exactly is the fair price. It just gives you a reasonable comparison. Whenever I want to do a buy or sell, I use my actual calculators. But Morningstar gives you a rough idea whether a stock is overpriced or stock is underpriced. Again, the above one was just an example and don't treat it as a recommendation for a buy or a sell. You have to do your own analysis. Myth number three. Closely follow the big boys. Radha Krishna Damani, Rakesh Junjunwala, HDFC Advantage Mutual Fund and align your portfolio like theirs and you will make tons of money since they are making a lot of money, isn't it? Make sense? Well, not true. It can be a hit or miss, but nothing is guaranteed. Let's understand this. Firstly, every investor is different. Their needs are different when they buy a stock. Their entry and exit points are different. Also, their risk appetite is different. And portfolio returns expectations is very different between Radha Krishna Damani, Rakesh Junjunwala or even HDFC or even yourself. Secondly, your reaction to the big boys 
will always be late and market would have already corrected by the time you react to the big boys's action let's take an example to understand all these jargons rakesh junjunwala's holding in delta corporation and his wife's collective holding is around 8% of the company share if you had bought the shares along with him well he lost 200 crores this year on that stock and you would also have lost a lot of money now think if you wanted to take out the money right away because of your child's education you might not be able to do it because you have already lost so much in so much money in that whereas for rakesh junjunwala it really doesn't matter he is above all those things it really did not matter for him and he is going to continue holding the stock makes sense also let's take the other example where rakesh junjunwala sells all his holdings in delta corporation he owns 1.3 crore shares and if he starts to sell his shares the price is going to go down drastically because there is immense liquidity in the market and by the time you react to it the share prices would have already corrected by 20 to 30% making you more poorer so don't follow anybody do your analysis and then invest the way you would want to have your portfolio myth busted here are my final thoughts understand what you are buying when you are buying and how much you are buying when is it that you would want to sell look at the intrinsic value and not the current share trading price do not follow the herd be at a place where the herd or the next bubble is going to happen so guys i changed the format a little bit hope you liked it i would be open to take your comments for this kisa bachat ka episode have a great day see you bye bye hello listeners thank you for joining the podcast i am your host vinayak bhat and you are listening to the podcast money matters this is india's only podcast focused on personal finance for the aam aadmi of india i am an ncfm certified chartered financial analyst student with more than 15 years of experience in helping individuals becoming financially self sufficient this show is not an investment advice for products but an educational series to get you financially independent if you have any questions or comments please reach out to me at kissabachatka@redifmail.com or whatsapp me at 9741044660 again the whatsapp number is 9741044660